0: Okay. Hello everybody. In today's interview, I have uh, Sean Hyder joining us and Sean and I first met on LinkedIn where I came across what he was going through, what he was experiencing and his particular journey. And uh, suffice to say that it really stood out and there was something about him that grabbed my attention, where I I could see the potential that Sean had and what he was actually going to ultimately achieve with LinkedIn. So Sean's going to join us today and talk to us about his story, his journey, what his experiences are. And let's just say that I think you will find it extremely inspiring. So welcome to the interview, Sean. Um, First, I'd, I'd like to thank you for joining us today. And can I start by asking you just to tell us a little bit about yourself your areas of expertise and what it is that you actually do with LinkedIn. Sure.
1: So I want to say first thank you for having me and thank you for you know accepting me for this interview and um, you know okay. giving me the time to just uh, tell the story that I've uh, that that I've gone through. So I really very much appreciate that. So how I got started on LinkedIn, right? That that was the question. Yeah. Right. All right. So tell us
0: a little bit about yourself and how
1: you got started. Right. So I, I'm not sure how far back you want me to go with it, but um, when did you first join LinkedIn? When did you
0: first set up your account?
1: Right. So I first set up my account about four months ago. Yep. Um, through there, I just, At the time I set up my account, I was starting a company called Inven. And I had quit my full time job because I was with a a partner who I was working with. And, you know, the company was going to be doing really well. We had tons of stuff lined up. And then um, my partner ended up leaving. And I was stuck with trying to pick up all the pieces which ended up not happening at all. So um, because I had left my job and the company basically went under and I lost pretty much everything and ended up in my car, homeless. And yeah, now I'm here because I was able to use LinkedIn as a leveraging tool to be able to build a name for myself, build a brand for myself and then actually get clients while I was homeless, and then um, build my network from there. So
0: when I first uh, came across you, it was because of your videos. Um, Sean was actually posting videos of his journey, that everything that he was going through on a daily basis while he was literally living in his car, experiencing homelessness. Right. and that 's not the kind of content that you see every day on LinkedIn, so it stood out and it right. grabbed my attention it grabbed the attention of a lot of people and um, okay so so that 's quite inspiring so you 've actually used LinkedIn to get yourself out of homelessness so to get yourself into a place now, and you 've now got a business you 've now got clients that you looked after look after on a monthly basis so right. How many uh, connections would you have on LinkedIn now just after four
1: months? I'm going up to about 12,000 because right now I have 11,000 and almost 800. So uh, I've grown to almost 12,000 followers in a matter of four months. That's all built organically as well. Yeah. So that's all been inbound, is it? Or or most
0: of that's been inbound?
1: Most of that's been inbound, yes.
0: Inbound connection requests. From zero to four thousand. Sorry, from zero to almost twelve thousand in four months. Right, that's quite extraordinary. That's that's pretty much unheard of. Yeah.
1: Well, there's a there's a few there's a few people out there that are <laughs> that are doing really 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 well. Um, that they're they're getting hundreds of connections a day. Yeah, which is pretty, pretty impressive. And they're already maxed out with connections. They're getting hundreds of followers a day. So that's not even, yeah, so.
0: But do you think they did that in their first
1: four months though? No, they did not. It took them a while to get, uh, to get traction on LinkedIn.
0: Yeah. So in four months, you've gone from zero to almost 12,000 connections. And most of those have been inbound connection requests. Right. That's, that's pretty good. That's quite an achievement. I I congratulate you on that. Thank Um, you. So when you got started, what did you actually do to achieve this kind of result?
1: So when I first started, um, I first started using LinkedIn and I wanted to use uh, like text posts as a means of communicating what i had like an idea of what my company wanted to be and this was like in the very very early stages of me wanting to start my company right so i didn't really have like a huge game plan set in place for me using linkedin it was just a really elementary way for me to kind of dabble into social media uh, and the way that social media works especially with linkedin because linkedin not a lot of people really talk about LinkedIn as a means of really considering it as like a social media platform, as much as they consider, you know, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Right. So when people think of link- LinkedIn, they think of, um, you know, professional resume, you know, going, trying, getting leads and from recruiters, everything else like that. Right. You go to there to find a job essentially. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of used it in that sense and I wanted to I guess try and display a type of message and like I said I didn't really have like a big game plan going for for myself when I first started so I was just learning it as I as I went as much as I could Okay. So what, what sort of
0: content did you post to have all of those followers be interested in following you?
1: So I I caught on to LinkedIn very, very quickly um, by going through the, by going through the feed, right? So if you can establish a foundation of networks um, by connecting with people, then you can kind of see the content that goes out in repetition Mm. of what's popular. And then you can kind of analyze with your own self um, how you can utilize your own life experiences or whatever you have at your disposal to be able to create similar content like that, to be able to gain that kind kind of reaction and followership or, um, results that these other people were getting using LinkedIn for years, right? Yeah. So one example was um, Qu- Qu- Quentin Alums. He does a lot of videography as inside of his content, and he started doing videography when he first started using LinkedIn. He was one of the first people on LinkedIn to do videography, and I never really looked at LinkedIn as a place to where you would put videos, right? Mm-hmm. Especially about yourself, especially about your own experiences and, and everything else like that. When I first started using LinkedIn, I just, I saw that videos were very popular. I had done my research after using it for a few days and I saw the direction that LinkedIn was going. And, um, I tried to hop on to that as quickly as I possibly could by separating my content in two paths one path going into very thought-provoking inspirational motivational type leadership text posts with uh, unique imagery that really can engage the audience into what they're reading right and then, from there, I started to dabble into a little bit of videography for myself by using my phone as a means of taking videos and just talking about things that I thought were relevant to my own life and the things that I were trying to do that I was trying to do inside of my life. Mm-hmm. From there i um started to combine the two, and that's when I started getting a lot of reactions as far as the type of content that was being very unique compared to the, not competitors, but compared to my peers on the platform. So you were posting a lot of authentic content that you had literally just
0: shot on your phone, is that right?
1: Correct. Yeah. None of it was edited at all. It was yeah. just all very raw, authentic, and in-the-moment type of um, you know uh, videos and footage. So yeah. like, when I use the footage and everything, now people use captions, people use edits, they cut their videos, they do all these things, right? I never did any of that. And I honestly feel like I got the most traction when I was doing that. Um, So, It was very
0: raw content. It
1: was very real content. People
0: could see exactly what you were going through, exactly what you were experiencing. And I think that was also reflected in a lot of the comments that you got too. Is that right?
1: Well, this was before I started making videos inside of my car. This was before that. I was inside my house at the time when I first started using LinkedIn. Right. So it wasn't until a month after I started using LinkedIn is when I started to make the videos inside of my car because I went homeless. Yep. And I got all that video equipment knowing that I was going to be homeless and having a plan of action for me to kind of uh, spread my story as much as I could and display my story as much as I could so other people can learn from my own experiences inside of my life and take those experiences inside of their life and um learn from it you know so what what you're telling me
0: is you knew you were about to be homeless in a short period of time and you Mm -hmm. went out and and secured a whole lot of video equipment so that you could document your journey as you were homeless right correct (laughs) <laughs> that's quite an extraordinary move. Not many people would, if most people, are, I would assume if if they're faced with the prospect of being homeless in a short, short period of time, um, I would think, I would imagine that video equipment and acquiring video equipment would probably be the last thing on their minds.
1: But, uh, well, this is, this is how I view it, right? I'm a, I'm, I'm an optimist at, yeah. um, most aspects of my life. um, When I found out that I was going to be homeless, I wanted to, or I didn't want to, I looked at it as an opportunity for me to create something extremely unique and extremely real, something that's never been done before. A journey of starting from absolutely nothing, being homeless, to growing into something, if I can become a millionaire, billionaire, whatever. I think that type of story can really engage people to to view themselves in a different way and to even view me in a more realistic and human type of way to where I'm not some kind of idol or deity or someone of extreme importance to where my level of success um, cannot be achieved through the efforts of other people, mm-hmm. and them wanting to achieve the same type of success that I have achieved. I want every single, I wanted every single person to see that no matter what type of person you are, you can always overcome the obstacles that are being put inside of your path, and you can always move forward inside of your life and pursue your dreams, no matter the circumstances that you're faced with. That's a very admirable mindset. Um,
0: Do you mind if I ask you about that? Have you always had that kind of attitude, that kind of self-belief, or is that something you developed within yourself over a period of time?
1: It was something I developed in myself over a period of time. When I was younger, I um, I had an extremely low self-esteem, and I didn't really know what direction my life was going to take me. And I still don't to a certain to a, to a certain point. Um, I mean, I know now what my capabilities are, um, and I know that the type of drive and work ethic that I have, and the type of intelligence that I have in my own right, and you can in the uniqueness that I think of my own life. Um, I'm able to think of a separate direction of from what I thought when I was younger um, as far as my life goals and the pursuit of success uh, for my future self. But when I was younger, I definitely did not have that type of mentality. I was very – I was very mm, – I didn't really like who I was when I was younger, just because of a lot of uh, bad things happened. But it was like I had a very rough upbringing. Um, you know, I was continuously, continuously bullied in school. No matter where I went, um, I had to switch schools several times because of the the amount of um, the amount of bullying that happened. And it was just I had a very, very rough time trying to find myself through all of the chaos that was going into that was happening inside of my life and that was continuously happening inside of my life. So, I mean, I've had that kind of grow that mentality of never quitting, never giving up, never really saying no to anything as far as just my own success. So, yeah it's that's something that's like that's built over time and do you mind if
0: i ask you was there a particular turning point in your life where you you turn around and said to yourself something along the lines of no more and and where that self-belief started to improve where that self-belief started to grow was there a particular turning point that that uh turned all of that around for you
1: i think um There was no specific moment in my life. It was just more along the lines of... It was just built up over time. It was just something that's... Like, uh, I can't really think of any other way to be other than how I am now. I know it's weird to say, and it's like usually people think of, like, uh, if their mentality changed this obviously something that happened inside of their life that caused them to start thinking that way or some kind of trauma that happened inside of their life to where, or some kind of like, uh, you know, experience or of success or anything that happened um, that automatically switched something inside of their mind to where they want to perceive their life in a different view. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's just, Like I just, this just kind of just happened over time, and the my realization of my own reality, um, and the the situation of my own reality, just kept getting clearer and clearer and clearer as I kept, um, you know, going further down into the rabbit hole. I guess you can say. So, like, as my life got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse until I hit rock bottom, which was living basically on the streets, homeless, Um, throughout all of those failures, throughout all those um, trials and tribulations, throughout all of those um, negative aspects of my life, I just kind of, through all of that, built up to who I am right now.
0: So you're a lot more positive nowadays. You've got a lot more self-belief and look at where you are now.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm a lot more positive. I would think I'm a lot more realistic in, my, in, the, in the points of views that I, that I view myself in. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> I can imagine being um, homeless that that would really knock one's self-belief around. It, it would be quite challenging how you would feel about yourself at that particular time.
1: Right. But you get a, you get a real sense of who you are. Yeah. Because um, you, you get a real sense of what, what you're made of. Uh, you, if you're very, if, <laughs> are you a really resourceful person? Are you um, responsible? Cause uh, when you, when you're homeless and you're not responsible, if you make a mistake, that mistake is tenfold because yeah. that's just, it's, it's like a detrimental thing. If I made a mistake with my money or anything else like that, I wouldn't eat for a few days, maybe, maybe a week. So it was, uh, you learned responsibility with what you have very, very quickly. And you learned to appreciate the finer and the smaller things in life that you would normally take advantage of on a day to day basis, like taking a shower. Or brushing your teeth, or being able to go to the gym and exercise, and being able to feed yourself and keep your body well nourished for you to grow healthy. Um, those things alone, you know, you kind of uh, take advantage of that when you are in a position to where you don't have to worry about that. So, life's obviously looking a lot better for you now. Yeah, was absolutely. Tell us
0: about where things are now.
1: So with like the last month of me being inside of my car, I built up a lot of connections through LinkedIn and I was able to capitalize on all of the connections that I've gained through LinkedIn and really use them to my advantage. And one connection um, that stood out among a lot of them was I? Uh, act I, I. I would go to a. Uh, I would go to a Barnes and Noble, right? Every single day, and work from like seven o'clock in the morning all the way till like twelve o'clock at night every single every single day. Sometimes without even having a meal. Um. Actually, a lot of the times not having a meal. <laughs> and I would just work, 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 and through. Being inside of Barnes Noble, I started reading books on social media marketing, and just all of that. And um, sort of going through this long drawn story about it, I picked up one of the books called Million Followers" by Brendan Kane. And I read his book about three times in three days, and I learned and absorbed as much as I possibly could from it. And I, I got this idea of. <laughs> You know what if I could contact this person what if I could just talk to this person what if I just you know was able to you know, get him to help me in my situation by using the theories and calculations and the uh, and the um the uh, strategies that he uses inside of his book to you know put into my life so I can change my life and get out of my car well he ended up I ended up finding him on LinkedIn I ended up contacting him on LinkedIn. We ended up talking about the whole aspect of, you know, what's going on inside my life. And he ended up actually starting to mentor me and how to find clients and how to use LinkedIn, to leverage LinkedIn as a means of uh, working as a social media marketer. And then he actually took me as a client. So he actually started paying me, For me to handle his LinkedIn profile and this was um, all in all in the same time that I had met you as well where you have helped me with all the fine details of how to operate a LinkedIn profile all the fine details of you know what I need to pay attention to um, as far as talking to other people how what I need to pay attention to as far as what I need to write in my summary my my head my header um, my you know titles um, everything and that experience from what I've learned from you has really 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 helped me in actually communicating with Brendan so when I communicate with Brendan um, I knew what I was talking about with LinkedIn to a s to a an extent to where it went beyond his expertise of LinkedIn He didn't know the main aspects of LinkedIn with influencer marketing, um, which I learned from Corey Warfield and him helping me with growing a lot of my network and just attaching myself to people like him to be able to absorb as much information I can about the background, um, about like the background operations of LinkedIn that people don't see Mm -hmm. unless you are an influencer on LinkedIn. So when I became an influencer on LinkedIn prior to me being homeless, um, I capitalized on that when I started talking to Brendan and I started adding value to his operations of him wanting to spread his book. So I quickly started to realize that I could definitely start putting this into work to where I can establish an actual business, helping people grow their business on LinkedIn as a means of influencer marketing through communicating with other influencer marketers, as well as helping individuals understand how LinkedIn works from the, um, from the shell aspect of it all the way down to the nitty and gritty aspect of influencer marketing
0: fantastic um I, I think one of the interesting things about linkedin is that it creates this opportunity it gives you the tool that you can use to connect with people you would not all or normally connect with e- eg your right. experience with brendan kane and right. it's got um approximately 600 million users right now i personally still think it's in its infancy um oh yeah i, I I know that LinkedIn wants those numbers to be well over the billion mark. In fact, there's even quotes of uh, executives in LinkedIn saying that they want it to be over the two billion mark, uh, which I think it will in time get there. But the beautiful part about it is it's, it's a tool that you can use to build up a network of high quality, high caliber people from all over the world. People right. that can help you with your journey. And from what you're telling me, that sounds like exactly what you've experienced.
1: Right, exactly, like I've used LinkedIn from to I me mean, to basically go from living in my car to making more money than I've ever made on uh, having a full- time job um, or even having an established career within a matter of a month and that's like it's really unheard of in a lot of uh, a lot of cases with careers, yeah, so I mean. I don't know what job you can go unless you're an investment banker working for Goldman Sachs, you know, making $150,000 a year as a investment banker, like on wall street, <laughs> I don't see any other avenue of, you know, career wise, your first year, or first month of being inside a business that you can make, you know, upwards to, Eight grand in a matter of a month. So fantastic!
0: Well, um, that's certainly very impressive. From where you are to, to or from where you were to where you are now, it's it's quite a journey that you've been on. Um, tell me, when when you were first getting started with LinkedIn, um, how long did it take you before you actually believed that you were making some real progress? Before you you could see that you're actually getting some real traction with. With your posts with your message with what you was you were trying to actually accomplish
1: so before there was a lot of changes with linkedin because right now linkedin is very um it's very different from when i first started using it for some reason about four months ago um the first month that i started using linkedin i caught on to the influencer bandwagon very very quickly Mm -hmm. Um, I saw that that's that degree of LinkedIn had a lot of power a lot of power like that's where all the power went is to these people who knew how to utilize LinkedIn as a means of gaining a huge following ship to build their company established connections that Um, they, 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 that they can utilize to build up what they want to build. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, the first month I caught on to that aspect of LinkedIn very, very quick. And I think like, uh, what was it? Like I ended up getting upwards to like 500,000 views within my first month of using LinkedIn all together with, with, with my posts because I was um, constantly, constantly engaging with influencers. Like one post, I had three posts go viral on LinkedIn the first month I used it because of, um, was it Bridget um, Hyathek? I'm not sure if I'm... Bridget Hyacinth? Hyacinth.
0: Right, right. I think is the correct way to pronounce her name.
1: Bridget, if we've mispronounced that, I apologize. Yeah same I'm sorry um but yeah I I connected with her on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter and I started talking to her as much as I possibly could and then um the more I started talking to her the more I got to know her when I made certain posts, she made a comment and liked my posts, which made those posts go viral. Yeah. And that happened about three times the first month and then two times the second month, which made my view count within, inside of two months, go over 1.5 million views in, in, wow. in two months. That's not bad. That's well, it's not bad at all. Like people, people, people go for like, 2 million views a year, a yep. year. I got that in like two months. Well, there's a lot of people out
0: there on LinkedIn. They're happy if their post gets over 10,000 views. Right? Exactly. You, so you, you engaged with a, um, with a, an influencer and you right. just skyrocketed the views of your posts. Is that right?
1: Right. Right. So I used influencers as a means of, uh, basically just growing my network as much as I possibly could because they had the ability to be able to get their following to follow whoever they liked. So I attached myself to Corey Warfield. I attached myself to Mike O'Connor um, from, from S, S, SPN. I attached myself to Bridget. I never got in the network of Oleg. I wanted to, but I wasn't, I wasn't able to get into his network but I got into the network of a bunch of other influencers as well, like Michael David Chapman and, um, the Tala all. How long ago did you try to get into
0: Oleg's network? (sighs) When I first started the first month I tried to get in. And how long ago was the last time you tried to get into his
1: network? haven't really tried since his network's been growing and growing and growing and growing so i just kind of like figured i would not really have a chance <laughs> keep, keep trying don't stop he's
0: been in hospital
1: he's been in the hospital
0: he's been in hospital i think he had a. I think he had surgery i think he had an operation of some kind he's been in hospital he put a post up um about a week ago basically saying that he'd been away he'd been unwell he'd been in hospital so keep trying i will You might still get there. there. So how did you actually engage with these influencers? How did you manage to get your posts exposed to their wider audience as such?
1: So some of the content that I was putting out, um, I had Corey. Corey actually tell me that he started engaging with me and started to teach me how to use LinkedIn as an influencer because he liked my content and he liked the way that I was presenting myself and presenting my expertise or just like he was just really interested in the way that I was conducting business. Right. So um, he then opened the doors for me to get in touch with other influencers. And with um, in regards to like uh, Brendan Kane and some of his posts on LinkedIn um one of his one of one of his videos he talks about super connectors. And that's pretty much exactly what I did. I connected myself to super connectors on LinkedIn and just kind of ran with it as much yeah. as I could. Like I had phone calls with people when I was working, literally working while I was working. <laughs> I was uh, talking to people. I was communicating with people, connecting with people as much as I possibly could throughout the entire day while working a full time job. Drive, like not driving, but, um, you know, doing everything that I was doing as being a uh, utility expert for Duke Energy. And um, yeah, okay. I was hustling. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic.
0: And so, um, what would you say has been your most satisfying experience with LinkedIn so far to date?
1: Being able to connect with people like Brendan Kane, you, Corey, and, I mean, all of you people are really successful people. And um, it just kind of, like, blows me away that I'm actually even still able to talk to some of these people. I mean, you got Corey Warfield, who is (laughs) – he's honestly going to be, like, entrepreneur of the year in, like, 2020 with with the rate that he's going like his companies are going to be massive and i'm able I'm, I'm able to get on a call with him whenever i want to because me and him have a very tight connection and same thing with brendan kane where i'm starting to establish that connection with brendan and i'm like thinking to myself this guy both of these guys work with some of the highest one percenters in the freaking world and I'm able to get an, an, into a call with them because of LinkedIn, because of a social media platform for professionals. And I'm just like, <laughs> like, who am I? Like, I don't even have anything. I don't even have an established company yet. Like, I don't even, like, I don't even make six figures or anything else like that. When I started first talking to these people, I had literally nothing. I was working a job making 35000 uh, $35, dollars a year. And uh, I was like, I had like a really broken down car with uh, when I went homeless, I was living in that broken down car, still communicating with these people, still getting on calls with these people. And it's just like, wow, you know, it's, I think the entirety of the experience has been just amazing. It's quite extraordinary. It's quite extraordinary. Yeah. When,
0: when you think of the, the opportunities, the potential that LinkedIn as a platform literally presents. I mean, I, I describe it as the world's largest database of businesses and the business people behind those businesses. Oh yeah, and without a doubt, that's exactly what it is. But more importantly, it gives you the opportunity. At, at the very least, you can follow people, right? So you can stay up to date with their posts, their content, etc. You can start to like and comment and share those posts you can show them that you're showing interest in them and their content and then at some right. stage you can make that connection with them and it's, it's just an extraordinary uh, platform that allows basically anybody in the world that kind of opportunity it's quite
1: amazing I've been connected with some very inspirational people that are going to be the foundations of a very bright future with the way that they run the their way of being an entrepreneur and it's really inspiring to be able to connect with people that are the same age as me younger and a little bit even even a little bit older and i'm only what 28 years old i'm still considered extremely young and it's just it just opens up so much opportunity because there's there's no there's there's no biasness against people who are young Because it's just, do you see that there's so much talent out there, like so much talent and people look past the age when they interact with someone who is talking circles around them when they've been in the same business (laughs) for years <laughs> fantastic and so what would you
0: recommend or suggest to people actually getting started on linkedin nowadays
1: um i would say pay attention to what you're doing not in a sense of uh not in a sense of like um like not in a sense of just like communicating with people but pay attention to your content Pay attention to the message that you're putting out into the platform for other people to see. Um, It's not just a resume building type of platform anymore. It's a personal branding growing platform. If you want to grow a business, you can build a business and build a name for yourself on LinkedIn. If you want to, uh, become a professional contractor in whatever type of line of work you want to do and you wanted to establish yourself as an industry professional then you need to get on LinkedIn and start producing that type of content for other people with inside of the industry to view that content and view you as an industry professional with inside of the same right as they are yeah. so it's like Yeah, like uh, if I could give someone the number one advice is pay attention to what you're saying because what you say is extremely, extremely important because if you say the wrong thing, you can blow one of the biggest chances you could ever have of changing your life.
0: And apart from saying the the wrong thing, is there anything else that you would uh, suggest to people not to do on LinkedIn?
1: Yeah, don't connect with too many people at once because then you go to LinkedIn jail. <laughs> <laughs> and for the viewers out there, for, for, the, for the people watching this, what is LinkedIn jail? <laughs> LinkedIn jail is uh, something that LinkedIn puts you in if you try to use their platform in, in abundance, I guess you can say. If you try and invite way too many people, then the platform allows, and people say that they don't know you as a response of your invitation to connect, then that means that you are going to be put on a restriction to where you have to put in an email address to connect with anyone that you wanna connect with. And that is considered being inside of LinkedIn jail.
0: Um, for those people who are watching, uh, it's believed that you're allowed up to 75 connection requests per day. And more importantly, instead of just connecting, uh, clicking on the connect button, you should always personalize your connect requests with um, a brief message, a brief invitation, a personalized invitation to that person that you want to connect with.
1: Right. Yeah. Is um, one thing that people should... I'll also keep in, um, keep, keep in mind when they are going onto LinkedIn for the first time is that video content is king. If you can do really good video content, then your channel and your overall profile and your presence on LinkedIn is going to skyrocket. There's, just, there's no way around that. That's just what it is. Um, if you can do shorter videos, the better. Don't do 10-minute videos like YouTube. Don't do six-minute videos. Don't even do three-minute videos. Try and keep it even from 30 seconds to a minute and a half. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, connect with influencers. Connect with influencers. Get to know them. Get to be a part of their network learn from them be as open-minded as you possibly can because if you go into LinkedIn with an ego you're gonna get chewed up and spit out by everyone yep because chances are they know a million times more than you do yeah
0: Well, they didn't, <laughs> they didn't get to become the influences that they are without knowing what they're doing and right i think the the best thing that people can do anywhere online is to put their egos aside and just learn
1: right yeah. i mean think about it if you have a if you're following a guy who has 40,000 followers on linkedin and i know 40,000 followers doesn't sound like a lot in comparison to facebook or or in instagram but think about it 40,000 Followers on LinkedIn is not 40,000 teenagers, 40,000 preteens following you because you're, you're cute or good looking, or you have funny looking dogs. They're following you. These are professionals. (laughs) These are professors who graduated from MIT, from Harvard, from Yale. These are people who have been inside of the space, the space programs inside of India, people who work for NASA, people who have dedicated their lives to a career that now they are just experts at. These are people who are coming up with the best innovations in the world with computer programming, and people who are going to um, countries that are in, in poverty to create creative solutions to you know, help them have better filtered water. Like these are people who change the lives of people around them through the the mindset and the intelligence and work ethic that, that they, they have and thrive on on a day-to-day basis. So if you have 40,000 people of that caliber following you, then you are doing something that is incredibly right yeah. and something that should be valued. And it's something that you should be very, very proud of. But if you ever run into someone who has 40,000 followers and they get a lot of traction on their posts they know what the hell they're doing and you should listen to them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so what would you
0: suggest to people for trying to generate business on LinkedIn? What would be your key suggestions there?
1: Be who you are, be authentic, be real. Don't be salesy. Don't try and sell your services to everyone around you. Mm-hmm. Build communications with people, build relationships with people. How I got in it how how, how I got in with Brendan Kane and Corey and all these other influencers is because I was I, I was myself, I was authentic, I was being real with who I am and my life. If you just go into it just asking for them to give you something, they're gonna turn you away faster than you can even do anything. So if you don't have value to present to them, then you're not going to get any, you're not going to get anywhere as far as business is concerned on LinkedIn. You have to be able to present some type of value to either their business, their brand and who they are or the image that they are portraying on LinkedIn. So build your relationship first and then to consider connecting
0: with them and then taking it from there. So the important thing I think there is, is to build that relationship with them first. Right. Exactly. Okay. Um, and if there is one piece of advice you could give to people using LinkedIn today that they could take away and apply, um, what, what suggestions would you have there?
1: Um, take your time. Okay. Really, really, really learn the platform. Learn the content. Learn what's going on around you before you jump in and you know try and do everything all at once. It's a lot of information to take in. It's going to learn you. It's going to take you about a couple months to learn everything that's going on inside of LinkedIn because you're not going really, really going to understand it. Um, these communities within side of LinkedIn are very, very. Very special as in, in a means of like uh they're extremely tight knit like if one person likes you, then their entire network's going to like you mm-hmm. and it's you don't ever want to create enemies on LinkedIn at all. You always want to be polite, you always want to be courteous and give people a lot of respect um, as if you were to meet them inside of person. So, if I could give someone the, the biggest advice I can give them is take your time with it. If you're going to be creating a lot of content, um, learn how to A/B test your content. Learn which content works for your brand. Learn which content works for your image. Don't try and mimic or copy anyone else. Find that unique that uniqueness of who you are. That allows you to establish that identity for yourself on LinkedIn. Fantastic. Well, Sean, it's, it's been
0: a great interview with you today. It's been a pleasure to sit here and chat. And so on behalf of myself and the viewers or the watchers of this interview, I want to thank you for your time today. And uh, you've given us some, some wonderful insights and we thoroughly appreciate your time. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure talking well, to you.
1: Thank you very much, Derek. Thank you for having me.
0: Okay.